The following podcast is provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio. And we are back with our wonderful Kelly Smith from Care Partners Living. And Kelly, thank you so much for sharing um, your side to the story. And no, no doubt, this is a very emotional, upsetting thing for somebody, especially an organization like yours, that does so much for our loved beloved seniors and and you know there's nobody that fights more for your you know fights more than you guys do for the wellness and health of our elders and you know from the bottom of my heart I know who you are and I am your biggest fan and like I say you know but I really I think one of the things that was brought up in our last segment Kelly that I really want to take a minute and talk about this segment is about the you know, when you say you get things from Governor Inslee, tell us a little bit about what the procedures are. How does it change? And, um, you know, tell us a little bit about that. We are, all assisted livings and nursing homes receive information from the state rather quickly. Okay. If we get told we have to change a procedure due to a new phase in the disease um, in our state, we, we don't have a choice. <laughs> we have to act very right. fast. So we right. may be in different levels of lockdown, and it's not negotiable. And it's okay. We, we've learned how to deal with it with our residents and, and try to make their mm-hmm. life as comfortable as possible. But, for example, mm-hmm. um, we are cleaning common areas, right? Disinfecting right. Um, common areas like crazy. Everybody's wearing masks, gloves. I can't even go into a building just to grab something quickly without them checking my temperature. I have to wear a bracelet, that, mm-hmm. or, you know, a paper bracelet showing I've been temped and checked. Um, the residents are temped and checked daily. Um, staff mm-hmm. check, temped daily. Um, if there is mm-hmm. one, one single COVID, even if they're not in the building, if one of our employees tests anywhere, then the entire building is checked for COVID. Right. Um, and it's just, it's a constant, constant. But we are common areas, constantly. Um, bathrooms, mm-hmm. everything is constantly wiped down, clean, 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 clean. And mm-hmm. it does make a difference. Mm-hmm. The PPE that our staff is wearing makes a difference. I mean, I, right. I, here I am, I'm just sales and I'm getting used to gloves. It's kind of cool. But again, <laughs> the masks, but, but everything we're wearing makes a difference. It really does. You, 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 you are protecting yourselves, but protecting the residents. Families want to see them. You have to have the inside, outside, right? You have to. Everything we're doing is exactly what the governor is telling us has to be done right to the letter. But again, if it's protecting right. the residents, you're doing it. On top of what you're saying is really, you know, it's it's every minute being mindful of an environment, but it's also understanding that it's their home. And it's your resident's home. It's where they live. And if you are dealing also with dementia, you're dealing with a whole other aspect of this because I'm certain that a lot of your residents that are in dementia care, they don't understand the whole pandemic, do they? <laughs> they don't understand you know, why things are going no. on, why people are masked up, and every day is different. You bet it is. And are you going to get a resident with dementia to wear a mask? Mm, no, probably not. No. So, again, you mm-hmm. also have to take a look at the fact that in a dementia community, 
You have to take mm-hmm. a look at the fact that this is also their, like you said, it's their home. If you were at home mm-hmm. with mom and she's in her house and she has dementia, mm-hmm. are you going to make her go in her room and stay in her room all day? No. So it's the same thing in our yeah. community. We're, we're also being realistic about the expectations. So here's the expectation. Right. Mom, mom's not going to stay in her room, okay? And we're not going to make no. her. She has dementia. No. So she's going to come out into the living room. We are going to keep those living areas clean. We're also going to be make sure that we, since we are the outlier, okay, I can get in my car and go mm-hmm. to the store. Mom can't. Mom has dementia. So I'm the one right. that needs to make sure that my conduct outside, I am not putting myself at risk. I'm not overly right. anywhere I need to be. You see what I mean? We're making mm-hmm. sure that everything that we're doing, for example, we had a situation where we had some people from out of town wanted to know if they could come and visit. No, the answer is no. Not unless you can isolate for three days, prove that you've had a, a negative COVID test, and then you still can't be in the building. <laughs> you see what yeah. I mean? So we've got all these weird things that we have to do, but it protects our residents. So at the end of the day, isn't that correct? We've even had to set mm-hmm. up how we do tours. Tours are virtual. They have right. to, you can, you can see through a glass, a glass to be able to see what the room looks like, but you can't tour common areas anymore. Not until well, this, this Here's the beauty of, I have seen um, your Mount Lake Terrace community do a window photo op over Thanksgiving that I thought was so creative. We actually shared it on our Facebook page um, about what, you know, family can come and stand on the other side of the glass and they had the whole thing set up where the resident could be there, and it's like a family photo, which was so yeah, doing awesome. Yeah, the rest of the year, they're doing some outs, outside of, I'm so sick of the phrase outside mm-hmm. the box, I've had it. But, mm-hmm. but it is true. They're, they're trying to come up with some better ideas, some new things they can do to mm-hmm. get families feeling like there's still some involvement. Um, but right. again, it's that protection. And we're not doing... A, we're not doing anything different than our neighbors. We're all doing the Correct. same things. Everybody's getting the same information from the government. And you can, people can roll their eyes, sick of the government, I'm tired of being told what to do. But you know what? At the end of the day, when you look at the numbers and you look at the fact that, right. yeah, we're going we're gonna to have a caregiver here and there. You're going to have a resident that's going to test. Everybody does. If they say they don't, they're not telling you the whole story. It's going to happen. We've got too many cases in Washington State. You're going to have them. It is what it is. What are you doing about right. it? And here's the right. deal. Most places are being very, very good about protecting their vulnerable adults. Mm-hmm. So at mm-hmm. the end of the day, when you read these horrible stories, you've got to take a look at the big picture. And the big picture is your residents are safer in, in these kinds of environments, really, than they are at home most of the time. Right. Because these places right. are being so proactive and so clean and so their nurses are above and beyond that and the food is good, the activities are, are you'd be shocked at really how well mm-hmm. people are getting care inside of the community versus outside. You'd actually really be shocked. Right. And that's the thing that I think is so amazing because you guys have continuously had to come up with being creative because again nobody wants to be locked in a you know small apartment you know some of them are 250 300 square feet i mean tiny you can't live like that for a you know we're going on what 10 months now nine months oh, since this is this, right? this pandemic no. started it 
you can't. You have to find a way to keep the humanity in a community. And therefore, the staff like you guys have to be even more diligent than anyone out there, which is you're putting your lives on hold. And there, therein lies, I think, one of the things that I'm so grateful for all of our care providers, like care partners, um, that you guys are there for our loved ones. And certainly, um, you know, you, we all owe you as a community a heartfelt thanks for all the work that you do. And um, so I'm curious, what are some of the things you guys are doing over the holidays? Now with the new uh, lockdown, obviously we're not going to be involved in, um, in, <laughs> in the, uh, you know, being able to go places or do things. Things aren't opening up until after the first of the year now. Um, what do you guys have planned for the holidays with your residents? Oh, good Lord. Well, we've got, it's been kind of fun watching. Um, but like, for example, at, at Puyallup, they got all the holiday stuff out here and they've had the residents helping them decorate. So oh, the residents, that. Have, their, first, their, first, their first holiday in an environment like this, they're getting to put stuff away and decide how they want nice. the decorations this year. And that's been fun for them. Um, uh-huh. they're, also getting to, they're also getting to plan the menus for the holiday, um, whatever they want this year. And that's been fun for them to sit down with the chef and decide what kind of stuff they want. You know, maybe they don't like turkey. Maybe they'd like duck. You know, I'm just saying, they get to to make some decisions, (laughs) which is fun. Um, Because, again, why why is it just because you go to assisted living? Why do people assume this? This is the end. Are you ready, Clarice? Yeah. This is the end. No, why can't it be the beginning? And that's, I think, what I love about what we do is that the chef, the nurse, everybody, they get together and they go, you know what, let's breathe some life into this place. And they do it. Mm -hmm. And it's fun. Mm -hmm. Because all the communities, what they're doing is is they're also doing some fun things. They made these carts. I wish you could see them. I'll try to send some pictures to you to put on your website. But they need these carts. They've got these great big televisions on them. They've got these killer sound bars. And then they got these really neat cameras that the, they, 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 they're taking them around to the residents who can't, aren't mobile, oh, families can't even see them right now. And, the, and it's not a phone. So it's not, you know, mom's face is two inches tall. It's a bam, yeah. there's mom. And they're taking these things around. We're getting them more so that you can actually sit and visit with mom. And there she is. And so fine to come up with all these neat things that they can do so that the families can feel like they've got some real quality time with their loved ones. But they're getting them involved in the decorating. They're getting yeah. them involved in the decision-making. And, and yeah. I guess, uh, you know, and, and, the, and the residents are loving it. That's the cool thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and, and just to think about, too, just the whole idea of bringing the spirit of the season in and and keeping the the conversation you know light and fun and you know so much especially with those with dementia i just really want to give you a heartfelt thank you from the bottom of my heart and all of our communities at all you're doing to help our seniors during this time and um merry merry christmas i know that you're going to be with us next week but i really wanted to have this special segment with you and so kelly how do we reach you you guys, the best way to reach us is to check us out online because then you can see all of our communities and the growth this company has. You know, again, we're not perfect. We're going to make mistakes. But the one thing you'll learn about Care Partners Senior Living 
carepartnersliving.com, you'll find out that even though we're human, we do give a hoot. We love these people. And you'll see it on the pictures. You'll see it. You'll see the heart on the website. So check us out. Carepartnersliving.com is the best way to find us. Well, Kelly, I'm so glad you were with us today. And um, you have a wonderful week. And we're going to see you next week. I can't wait. I love you guys, man. Oh, well, we love you too. Take care. The preceding podcast was provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Care Partners Living, go to carepartnersliving.com. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.